0: Welcome to the Radical Lifestyle Podcast brought to you by Generation to Generation where you will be inspired by the past, equipped for the present and prepared for the future as we engage in conversations with people from around the world. Hello everyone, this is Andrew and Daphne from Generation to Generation and our guests today are Deborah and Noam Cohen. Um, Now for people that don't know who you are, Uh, We do, obviously. You're larger-than-life personalities. But um, if you could just say a bit about where you're from and what you do.
1: Okay. Uh, My name is Noam. I was born in Jerusalem to a conservative Jewish family. Now, at the moment, we are in quarantine. And uh, since I was working in the tourist uh, industry, then I haven't been working for half a year. And I get what we call a vacation without pay. But somehow the government managed to give us some money every month.
2: And then we have a ministry called, it's funny because we never even promote it, but we actually have a ministry called Declaring Zion International. Mm. And from Jerusalem, about twice a week, we do teachings about what is happening on the ground, what is happening here, as we walk and we listen and we watch um and so we really share and of course Noam shares from the hebraic uh, because he speaks fluent hebrew because he is israeli yeah um so yeah so that's kind of that's who we are and then and then we go out if like people invite us uh to their church or even home groups we really feel it needs to be a a real personal encounter of breaking the bread together.
1: I just want to add that it was my beloved who led me to the Lord 14 years ago.
0: Wow. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. And she wouldn't have done that if she hadn't come to Israel. Mm-hmm. And that's why we tell people you need to come to Israel, not just for yourselves, yes. but also for the lost sheep of Israel. Right. Because mm. what happened to me can happen and will happen again. Yes.
2: Because when you come to Israel, yes, of course, you want to walk where Yeshua walks, but he's calling you to his lost sheep of Israel. He's calling you to love on them. He's calling you to laugh with them. He's calling you to cry with them. So I brought many, many tour groups in to Israel, even during the Intifada, because I thought if I'm going to talk it, I'm going to walk it.
0: Hmm. And for people that want to see your teachings and things like that, is there somewhere they can do that?
2: Yes, they can get on Facebook, um, Deborah N. Capital N. Noam Cohen.
0: Okay, perfect.
2: Or else they can go to our website, Declare and Sign International.
0: Okay, and I'll put I'll put the links in the description so people can find them easily. Um, yeah, I'm interested now. How did you then reach your husband? Okay, what? So before that. Did you see him and think, I want to marry that guy, so Never. now I'm going to go reach him? <laughs> how, how did that all Never. play
1: out? Never. No, it, it was a more complicated story.
2: Well, actually, actually, what it was is I, I move in some of the gifts of the Spirit, which I think most of us should be moving in the gifts of the Spirit. And so through words and knowledge, uh, I brought a, a group in, and uh, I always go to Qumran. Of course, you have to go to Qumran. And Qumran's like family to me. But I was going through a, a difficult time. And so, but even in the worst time of your life, you can still minister because the stone is rolled away. You know, the King of Glory and we, Christ in us, is the hope of glory. So when the manager introduced us, I just looked at Noam and I said, You're into New Age, you have a broken heart. Um, you're going to run away from Israel, but God's going to bring you back. You, you're into the cult. I just went there. And,
1: and that, of course, shocked me. But also before that, when I saw them holding hands and dancing in the store, for me, that was like lightning in a blue day, mm-hmm. because who's dancing in the store unless he's a little bit off, you know? <laughs> but they all look pretty put together. So I realized that's not the case. And for me, it was a long journey because at the age of 23, I left Israel and went to Japan to learn martial arts because I was seeking a way of life that can make me a polished arrow Mm -hmm. because I knew that I was a mess and I thought martial arts could fix that. Mm -hmm. So I went to Japan to learn the art of the ninja and I ended up staying in Japan for 20 years. He was in exile.
2: (laughs) I just say. But the Lord even then, because he was seeking the way every Jewish person in this land is seeking the way they just go off on a different trail. They just go because Noam didn't think when I told him, he says, how did you, how'd you know this about me? I said, I don't know it about you, but the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob knows you. I don't know you well. That's when the gate is open Mm. because you question it. Why? She's a Christian. Why does she know?
1: How come she knows my God and I don't? Wow. And I I literally asked her and she said, it's because you never looked for him. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. In all my life, I've been searching about fulfilling my own dreams to be a teacher, to be Mm an acupuncture doctor in Mm -hmm. Japan or all these things that I've learned. Mm To do something with that. And the Lord was not in the picture. She was so right on.
2: And that's so important in this hour when you come to Israel. Yes, the Lord wants to bless you. Yes, the Lord wants to give you revelation. But he also wants you to see his people, Israel. Mm-hmm. He wants you to know that you, if you think about it, the people in Israel are holding the land, even though they don't understand it for the Mashiach, Yeshua, to come back.
3: Exactly. They're the ones yeah. that have held the
2: land. They're the ones whose blood is in the ground and with Yeshua's blood in the ground. So mm. I always emphasize when people come in and Gnomah mm. especially can share that testimony, it's because of somebody, a believer, coming into Israel that I now walk with my Redeemer.
3: Well, and... Mm. and- and you, when tourism is happening, you work with Sarel, yeah? Yes. So uh, w- when we come in, we have Sarel. And uh, yes. hey. so when, when our groups come in, now they can meet you as well.
2: Yes. Amen. Yes. And Amen. we, Amen. we yes. meet many groups. I work, you know, part time here and there, but Noam is exceptional because he's real. I mean, he's standing there in front of them. I am a born-again Jew, born in Jerusalem, and because of somebody like you, I, they showed me the way to my Mashiach.
1: Yeah, so I remind the people who come here how important yeah. it is that they come. Mm-hmm. you yeah. know, Not just for themselves, but also for my people. And that's when I'm crying for my people, because I want the same things that happened to me mm-hmm. to happen to them.
3: Mm-hmm. That is, That is... Mm-hmm very profound and they very get the moving.
0: bonus of meeting a jewish ninja so yeah
3: you know yeah exactly <laughs> that's
2: a bonus don't you think it was a long journey it was a long yeah. rough journey for both of us but the lord i tell you he walks you through the darkest times of your life mm. again because the resurrection power is in us that stone will never ever be rolled back no matter the hard journey you walk through or the trauma you walk through. So the Lord really, really had us walk through for the next three years.
1: Yeah, and the timing was perfect because mm-hmm. I was broken. I came yeah. back from Japan with one suitcase and I was broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the key here, because yeah. if you're not broken, you still have your way, yeah. your idea of how to do things. You're securing yourself, you trust yourself. Yeah. So when you're broken, then you're ready.
3: Yeah. Well, which brings us really to the season that we're in now, which is a season when many things are being broken. Many, many, I mean, churches are feeling broken, people are feeling broken. Um, but I want to take to the moment that really I saw both of you on Facebook. You go on once a week and both of you talk. And I heard you say one thing and I thought, I have to... To connect with these people and this is where we've ended up but you said something like and I may not quote you exactly you said I think we are further along than we thought we were or words to that effect can you repeat what you actually said because it may not be I got it exactly. and why you said okay, that
2: okay why, why I said that mm. is because I think all the chaos can block your view it can stop you from seeing where we're at because if you get so wrapped up in things you know we could go into about the peace deal um we can go in about the religious jews and what's happening in the ground and and about the deception in the church and so i looked at noam i said Noam, and he looked at me he said beloved we are further we are further along but I think because of all the, my one Hebrew word, bulligan, chaos, <laughs> you know, because of all the chaos, you you get distracted. Yeshua is coming. We are further along. And when the feast show you where we're at, the feast of the Lord, it's, it's amazing what he's put before us to follow.
3: So let's start with what are some of these distractions and how people, you mentioned the peace deal, you you mentioned things like that. Can you mention some of these things that people are being distracted by and how we're being distracted?
1: Yeah, well, survival is first thing. Mm -hmm. When it hit your work, when you don't have work and suddenly you have bills to pay, Mm -hmm. the pressure of living, that's enough, is a huge distraction. Mm -hmm. and can be very consuming so this is where we believers have to be different than non-believer because otherwise what would be the difference in good time we all having fun it's Mm -hmm. only in hard times Mm -hmm. that's where you see the difference between believers and Mm non-believers and this is our time to really test our faith Mm -hmm. and faith means in hebrew emuna which the root of it is a moon, which means trust. So it's about trusting the Lord. And so when you're going through a hard yeah. time like the coronavirus, it's actually testing you. How yeah. much do you trust in the Lord? That he will guide you through that. Mm-hmm. And like what happened with us, in the first week of February, actually the Lord told me in the middle of the night, it was yeah. three o'clock, I couldn't sleep, I was restless. And the Holy Spirit told me a change is coming. A -hmm. change that will affect my work Mm -hmm. and our dwelling. Mm -hmm. And I got the vision, the north. So next morning I told my beloved, we need to move to the north. And a few months later, we did move. And it was the best thing that we've ever done. Yes. Well, this is just an example that how the Lord can help us in such times. Mm -hmm. and it's crucial Mm -hmm. that of course we know the lord and listen to the holy spirit
2: and the distractions i believe are many because of coronavirus being worldwide that's another thing is i think sometimes we forget what yeshua said Mm -hmm. you know that he warned us all these things were going to come but now it's coming so fast so it's like it's like the birth pains it's like of a sudden the contraction hits again now this is another thing um uh i mean even in israel it's such a sign israel is the place to look and see what's happening israel if you when you see israel going through what the worst termites the worst termites are found in israel in a small town yeah i mean okay devastation Uh, West Nile um, uh, mosquitoes have been found. Um, The religious Jews, when I say that, I mean the ultra-religious Hasidim uh, are on literally a a rampage. It's a a rampage of what's happening as it was in the days of Yeshua. So when I can look at what Yeshua went through and what he had to be confronted with, we're doing the same thing here.
1: And another destruction is fear Mm. because the coronavirus is an enemy which is invisible. Mm. And that's the cause of panic. People are living in a fear. If you don't have the mask, that's it. You got it. Mm -hmm. So you become desperate and fear can really get to you. Mm. You know, that you will want, you will just freeze or you don't want to do anything. And so how we handle the fear? You know, we as believers, because fear is not something that we believers should be consumed with. Mm -hmm. We can test, yeah, I'm afraid, but I'm moving on. I'm Mm -hmm. not letting fear control me.
2: Mm -hmm. And the peace deals. You know, many people are really excited Mm -hmm. about it. But I looked at Noam, and it's like what we were saying to each other is, what is the Lord saying about it? What is he saying What does his word say about it? You know, you open up these beautiful places and what does it have? Pleasure and temptation and and off the focus of who he is and the timing we are in.
1: Yeah, and it was really a distraction, Mm -hmm. that peace deal. Mm -hmm. Because it's like giving a light to the people who are in the flesh Seeing all this beautiful place that we can fly and be there away from the trouble in Israel. We can invest money there. We can go on tours there. So it uplifts people's spirit. Mm -hmm. But we know that this is not really what needs to uplift our spirits. And that's why it's a big distraction.
2: And I have to also say about the fires. When you see America on uh, the West Coast like like burning, uh, fires, and you see the rioters, and you see statues coming down, you see police force um, being defunded. You know, it's all there before our eyes. We are further along than what we think mm. or than what we thought.
3: If we're being distracted, what are we being distracted from? Him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and keeping, and keeping mm-hmm. on your walk of faith. Yeah. yeah. Because that is a big challenge because we walk by faith, not by sight. Mm-hmm. And actually, mm-hmm. this is the best time because we d- nobody sees the future. Mm-hmm. It's like we don't see the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And this is exactly the time for us believers that live by faith and not by sight right. to really shine. To really walk yeah. that scripture, we live by faith.
2: And to be tested. This is the olive press. This is when we are so pressed down. And trust me, no and I have felt it. You know, I mean, we're really living by faith right now. We have felt it, and even in even in our physical bodies. But when that pressure comes, the good news is from that pressure is that the finest oil comes out of you to light a lamp and to keep your lamps full and the extra oil that we need
1: right but on the other hand it also brings out from the from the Mm non-believer their worst yeah things that were kept under the carpet are now surfacing on every level Yeah, in the government at the top at the bottom it's unbelievable what you see now Mm -hmm. even in uh, between husband and wives, there is so much violence now at this time of the corona, mm-hmm. because of the pressure mm-hmm. because of this coronavirus. And I think, Noam, we have to add this,
2: that you know, there is a scroll, uh, I think I don't know of the museum here, and it says something like the sons of Darkness versus the sons of light. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm seeing it. I'm seeing a battle and if the battle, if we can see the battle here on the earth, can you imagine what's above our heads? Mm. The battle um, for Satan to wear down the saints. The yeah. persecution again against against Christians in, and churches. But ah, this is where Noam taught me. But it's all a part of the Lord's doing, that we would rise up and know how to, as Noam says, lay down our lives, lay to, die to self, which, you know, it's not an easy thing to die to self. It's just not. I mean, look, at I'm a woman that puts lipstick under my, my face mask, okay? It's, it's not an easy thing to die to self, but are we really ready to stand against all odds and have who you'd like your brother to churn you in, we are in that season.
1: Right, and also many people around you affect you, you know, with their panic, with their Mm -hmm. chaos and so Mm -hmm. on. So it's becoming more crucial to be in the world and not off the world, Mm -hmm. meaning to be detached. Yeah. And this is really a physical exercise that you need to learn to really be detached if you were not doing it before that.
2: And Mm. another distraction, to get back to that word, Mm. is all the counterfeit signs. All the counterfeit signs. I mean, hundreds were going to the counterfeit signs. And I have been talking about this and preaching on this since 1990-some. Like the counterfeit signs are going to come. OK, they are here and they have been here and people have flocked even though it takes you away from who he is. So it was such a deceptive plot of the enemy. The greatest weapon against the church is deception.
1: Oh, mm. yeah. is deception. And, and also we see the scripture in Jeremiah where mm-hmm. Jeremiah actually said through deceit. They refuse to know me," says the Lord. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Again, is again.
1: No. So it's it's so important to examine yourself, so that you won't be deceived, mm-hmm. yes. and and really don't won't be deceived. And examining yourself really is so important, also to know the Lord.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Always the scriptures that come to me is in Isaiah chapter one verse three that the ox knows its owner and the donkey its master's cream, but my people don't know me. Why? Because they don't examine. Now, the English translation is uh, consider, but that doesn't make sense. The Hebrew word, if you look at it, it means examine. So my people do not uh, did not examine themselves, so they don't know me.
0: Mm. Yeah, we've been talking a bit over the last few days, giving, giving an example from our lives um, and just living by faith and not by sight or by the things that we can see, the physical things around us, the things of this world. Um, you know, over the years as a family and as a ministry, we've, we've been... One of our weaknesses is the area of finance. So we we worry about the financial security over the years that we would be able to pay the bills and put the heating on and all that kind of stuff. And um, we would often say, um, people would say to us, it must be great living by faith. And so my mum, my co-host often thought to herself, you know, if you think it would be great to live by faith, why don't you give me your paycheck and you live by faith? And uh, <laughs> so I'm
2: raising my
0: hand. I'm <laughs> raising my hand. and so you know we we would talk about this from time to time and if we ever had to do our accounts the stress levels in the house would go through the roof and um you know we would talk about this and then um then covid hits everything set into chaos now everyone is living through a financial. Instabilities, economies are shaking. And over the last few days, we've been talking to each other saying, actually, isn't it great that we've had to live our lives depending on God to meet our needs financially? Because now, if we had been dependent on the world to provide us with a salary, I could imagine going through this time right now the stress levels in our house would go through the roof. We'd probably be paralyzed by this situation, but actually I don't think our stress levels in terms of our support, our financial support has changed much. Our financial support has changed. <laughs> That's gone down, but our stress yeah. levels are the same because actually we've had to depend on God to provide for us throughout the years. Nothing's really changed. We're still believing on God to provide for our needs. And so, um, You know this this situation has highlighted to us the good of us having to go through the stress over the years because now the benefit is revealing itself that we are still depending on him
2: Wow. wow and you can teach others this is a good thing i mean really because there needs to be instructors there needs to be those that will say listen here's my walk I've walked through walking by faith. This is how don't fall into that pit. Don't fall into that. Really trust him. Really trust him in this walk. And that's what the Lord wants. Mm-hmm. He wants us. He wants us to trust him and to love him. And, and he's everything. And it is. It's, it's a disciple. Mm-hmm. It's, ta- it's a talmud, talmud in Hebrew. That's right. another word I know. Talmud. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a disciple. What is a disciple? And that's to follow him where Yeshua leads and he always leads you through the feast of the Lord. Mm -hmm. He always leads you.
1: Yeah, but you won't really want to do that if you are just so happy with your life as they are. Mm -hmm. But what happened with the Mm -hmm. coronavirus, he checked everybody up and suddenly faith becomes really crucial. It's Mm -hmm. not just going to church every Sunday and Mm -hmm. be happy with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is that is like a blessing in disguise.
3: Well, Noam, you said um, two words I think are crucial, be ready, about being ready. And And in this time when the world is pushing you back, stay in your home, be in quarantine, can't do this, can't, you've got a social, it's pushing you back. There is a tendency, I think, in in people's hearts to respond to that, to be pushed back. So now, well, well we're just at home, or we're, we're just doing this. We're in this place of almost waiting, whereas really what you're saying and what what we hear um, the Spirit saying is it's a time to be sure we are ready, and that's a very proactive very proactive season if you're going if you're going on holiday you're leaving you you are busy preparing for that event and and you know what i that be ready resonates very much
1: that's one of the things we learned in our lives walking with the lord that when we don't have much physical activity that's when we need to have much spiritual activity Yeah. And and the, and that is again thanks to the coronavirus mm-hmm. that is pushing us mm-hmm. on a one-to-one relationship with the Lord.
3: Yeah,
1: and it's really the first round was just preparation for us. Okay, are you willing to do that? But once that round was over, people instead of really focusing on the Lord went back to normal. People yeah. just are desperate to go back to normal, and that's why we had the second wave
2: and it yeah. won't be normal. It's not gonna ever be normal because when you've been tried by the fire and the Lord says that, I mean, we, we actually want that even though it hurts. We actually want, Lord, take out all the dross. Take the dross out, Lord, because I know I've got some dross stuck somewhere in me. I know it. Take the dross out so I can clearly see that path ahead. Something that Noam has always said, which I have loved, well of course I love him, but something yeah. he's always said was that um, you need to come out of the tree. You need, you need to come out of the tree.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's the Zakiya yeah. that climbed up to the tree. Yeah. From there, everything looks great. Yeah. He sees the glory of the Lord and yeah. he is happy. But Yeshua tells him, hey, yeah. come down.
2: Ground level, ground level. Mm. I'm going yeah. to your house, meaning I'm going to your personal life. You know, I mean, if we actually, if we actually get the grasp that he is so real, that he's come to our personal life. I mean, you know, just as we want to have the house clean. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes you say, OK, Lord, I'm going to go into a season of repentance. Because we all know. I mean, we we all know when we mess up, we think the Lord, he's there. Yeah. But we are to be ready. And I believe that the Lord is doing a great job at it.
1: And being ready, one of the things is to go to the basics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what happens when you go to basic, one thing is you renew your mind. Mm-hmm. You see, when you're just going on all kinds of studying, you may be scattered and mm-hmm. not a polished arrow. But suddenly you go back to the very yeah. basic. It's improve your focus. It's renewing your mind. And then guess what? The scripture in um, Romans 12 twelve two Make you help to change and discern the will of God.
3: Yeah. So-
0: yeah and um, I wrote an article a while back when we were going into this time um, about how so often throughout scripture, whenever God spoke to people, he took them out to the wilderness. And um, it was that going back to basics, stripping everything away. Let's take you somewhere where it's you, nothing else. And I want to speak to you in the wilderness. And so, so often um, that happened. And I think much of what's going on right now is that going back to basics. It's God stripping everything away from us, taking us through something of a wilderness experience so that we Mm -hmm. might seek him and hear from him.
2: You know, Andrew, to me, it's Jeremiah 2.2 and Hosea 2.2. He woos us back, and he tenderly reminds us of who we are in him. And we did a whole series on uh, Passover. Uh, So many times people think, okay, the Exodus, Passover, but they always forget that many people were lost in the wilderness because of rebellion. So Noah and I brought them through, Mm -hmm. even at the point where they knew that when they go into the promised land, they're still giants you know so we need to come to that realization lord this is the hardest thing we've ever gone through but lord in the end we know you want
1: us and and one of the things that i've learned actually in tennessee and that was through my work in volkswagen Mm -hmm. was that the lord our god is using the physical world its circumstances and relationships, Mm -hmm. in order to modify and solidify our walk of faith. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. So, okay, so we've talked about being ready. So the next question is, ready for what? Wow.
2: (laughs) I'm just going to say this. We better be ready and come out of our box because there are people that are lost. We better understand the uh, crucial time that we are in, that we just can't sit by and let somebody else do it that's behind the pulpit. I know that. I was behind the pulpit for 15 years. I get it. But it is now to the highways and the byways. Actually, that's the greatest harvest, is those outside the gates of Jerusalem that weren't allowed in because of who they were or what they were wearing or what they did. He said, go to that highways and by us and compel them, meaning saying, you must come in now. If I think about it, you realize that in Kentucky, I think it's Kentucky, God showed us a prophetic picture. Hmm. There is a full size arc, ark, a nose arc, full size. I mean, not an inch shorter, full size. And I looked at Noah I said, whoa, there is a prophetic picture that the Lord is saying, you need to come into my ark. You need to come in because I am the one inviting you in. And we we have to tell people, this is not a game we're playing. This is not a churchy thing we're doing. This We're doing exactly what, as a disciple
1: of Yeshua, to do. And also we need to understand, we need to be ready for his judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... One thing, for example, is with the United States. There are many Jews there Mm -hmm. and they need to come home. Yeah. Now, we talked in a barn two years ago Mm -hmm. and we actually told them literally that in order for the Jews to come back home, it won't be just anti-Semitism because the state is so huge. You can just move to another place. United States has to go through financial calamity. Mm -hmm so that the Jews will no longer be comfortable there and says, okay, well, might as well come back home. And we didn't know that it would be so soon that it happens.
2: Yeah, we had no idea, but that's the only way because the Lord wants his people home and it has to be through trials. It has to be through where something's taken from you, where you can't hold on anymore but the only one you can hold on to is the heel of his garment,
1: right? And the judgment of the Lord mm-hmm. is part of uh, of Him bringing us, mm-hmm.
2: and it's His love
1: to Him, yes. It's His love. So, both in Israel and in the states and other countries, of course, mm-hmm. it's it's the same issue.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this being ready is a very, very, very proactive word. But in order to be ready, you've got to know what you're being ready for, haven't you? So I can go and be ready for something off on the side. Um, You know, you talked both of you about this deception and, and the deception of signs, deception of people thinking it's one thing when actually biblically it's another. And being grounded in the word and being grounded, in a way, in the truth of what is happening in the world. I mean, if ever there was a time to to find the truth of what's happening in the world and the truth of Scripture and netting them together, it's this time. But it seems to me that finding the truth of what's going on in the world is increasingly hard and finding the truth of Scripture is getting increasingly hard with all the false teaching and deception that's going on, so grounding into those two things and putting them together um, has in itself become covered in deception.
1: Right, that's why the Scripture says that before you take the speck from your brother's eye, first take the plank from your own eye. So in order for us to see clearly the reality, we first need to look inside. And this preparation, I think I just told you before, the word in Hebrew is uh, achana. And in that word, you have the word keneh, which means honest. So in the part of the preparation, we have to be honest with ourselves and not put anything under the carpet. And that will be the basic of really beginning Mm. of um, preparation. Yeah, and the
2: truth will set you free. We have to be truthful of where we are in our walk. That's why, again, I love the feast of the Lord Mm. because every feast, the Lord is speaking something. He's revealing something to you. He's saying, wait just a moment. You're You're lagging behind. Catch up. Catch up now. That's why he has put that timeline before us. And even knowing and reminding us on Shabbat, you know, we're not we're not religious, we have a relationship. But he's the Lord of the Sabbath. He when we invite him in, it just means, Lord, we, we know that you are king. And when the king is in residence, the enemy is subdued. The enemy is subdued. So all of this preparation on how to walk and how to react and You hear something else that's really bad, you know? Or watching the news here. I can't even begin to tell you what it's like watching the news here, as it is in in America, watching the news. Man, I'm telling you, it's all the signs. It's all the signs because they're coming fast, fast, fast.
1: And one of the things my beloved taught me is never to leave anything under the carpet. Mm -hmm. And one of the things here, because of the corona, it shakes everything. Mm. So things that were under the carpet are coming out. And now if I'm talking on a personal level, mm. it may be in your personal relationship or with your work personal relationship, whatever, but it has to be dealt with because it's like an obstacle in your walk of faith.
3: Yeah. Definitely. And and when Yeshua comes, he's going to remove the carpet. There won't even be a carpet to put anything underneath. So I, I love that that yeah. picture.
2: And I also think, Daphne and Andrew, even the fact that, you know, there is persecution here uh, against the Messianic Jews. I mean, it's it's real. If you're ground level here, you know it. You know it and you see it. That's another part because I said something to somebody the other day. I said, you know, the religious Jews, when I'm talking the radical ones, they wanted to push Yeshua off the cliff. You know, get him out of sight. Well, it's trying to happen here where they're trying to push you aside where you don't have a voice. But I'll tell you something. The Lord wants our voice to be heard in Zion, that our God reigns. And I, I, I feel it so strong. If I, if I really think about it, if I look at everything that's happening ground level here, I'm telling you, I'm 2,000 years back walking with Yeshua and seeing all that, he, all that he had to face, all that came against him, but all the ways that he showed his disciples, this is how you walk it.
1: And what we see here, because of the corona, is really things that come out, like, Mm -hmm. actually, there is a state inside the state in Israel. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that, I mean, it's the religious people. They have their own Mm -hmm. doctors, their own people that are taking care of the sick people in their cities. They have their own system. Mm -hmm. They don't immediately send people to hospital as they should. And they are really taking it by themselves. And there was a huge article about it. It's like a state inside a state.
3: Mm-hmm. And um, this is one of the, I think, the dangers of things. When people come to Israel, they see it through almost like a fairy tale prism. I mean, that's that's a terrible thing no, to say. Right. No, but they see it through this, and and they come away with, um, oh, you know the. It, they just come away with, with a picture that we know is is far from the truth and why it's so important when people go, they hear truth. I love that.
1: Right, that yeah, absolutely. It's it's like you love a movie star. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow, I love him. Mm-hmm. But you don't know anything about him. So mm-hmm. it's like loving from afar. So it's only really when you come down here and then you really know.
2: Yeah. If you look. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sorry, and there's a lot of people that need to really understand that because it's really romanticizing mm-hmm. when if you look through the word of God, Yeshua judged his people again to bring him back to return to him because he loves them. He loves them. And that's the way you get anybody's attention. Yeah. Like, wait just a moment. There, there's something not right here.
1: Right, and also with the Christians, the complacency Mm -hmm. in the United States. Mm -hmm. There is no easy way to break that complacency. When my beloved asked me Mm -hmm. if I could live in the States, I told her, you know, it's beautiful. The place is beautiful. People are nice, polite. Everything is easygoing. But spiritually, I will have to climb up the walls Mm -hmm. to remain in the spirit.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
2: That's a tough thing to say, though. bunch of people in America you know that's not like getting us popularity uh you know votes on that one but it's it's really true and we got to get back to the word I mean it's the word I remember one time I was in a store in Chattanooga and I had an Israeli outfit on and three women said oh my gosh we love your outfit you know and I said well it's from Israel and um so I thought okay the gate's open I'm going there I'm I'm going there I felt in my spirit they were Christians, you know. Uh, but I wanted to see where they were at. And I said, yeah, my husband is a born-again Jew from Israel. And this is what they said. I didn't. What do you mean a born-again Jew? I said, well, as you were born again, and I was born again, that's the plan of God. And they said, well, we didn't know that Jews could become born again. I mean, this is big time. This is, this is big time. When they don't know God's heart, um, and you've got to be focused, whatever is happening in Israel, the Lord is speaking.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah, sometimes so people need to come to Israel mm-hmm. in order really to hear yeah. him. And it's maybe through some people. Like a few years ago, when I greeted the group, mm-hmm. there were, uh, I don't know, methodics or something like that. And I shared my testimony and some of the things, but then I told them, you know, I'm really sorry because I feel I'm not really the person that you should talk with to because you're focused on knowing the Bible, knowing more scriptures, you understanding theologians, and you'd be happy about it. For me, I'm trying to live by the Word, and that's another direction.
3: Yes, totally. Yeah. Well, on a... Um twist in what you've just said about the orthodox Jews and everything one of the places that we love to go on Shabbat is into the great synagogue in Jerusalem uh, and we encourage um, our groups we all live Shabbat we don't
0: we incorporate it into the tour
3: yeah we we don't have a guide we don't have a bus yeah. we like we're in this land and we're going to live it and we're not going to ask our guide to break Shabbat for us or, I mean, or things.
0: Yeah, and that's a funny story. We'll come back to that.
3: Okay, so anyway, so one of the places we encourage them to go is into the great synagogue. And I love sitting there and looking around and going, but from this place is going to come Baruch Bashem Adonai. I
2: know. From I this
3: know place and I sit there and I look at what's going on and it it nearly brings me to tears just looking and saying this is where you are now but there is there is going to be a pulling you back and 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 a judgment and a refining that's going to happen but you you are going to be crying out and I think if we don't keep that vision it can just look desperate and you can go down and it can all look hopeless.
2: Because there is movement. There is movement on the ground. There's always, whenever Noam and I, I love, love, love Nome's testimony. Mm -hmm. We don't go anywhere. It doesn't seem, even our doctor knows our testimony. Mm -hmm. Um, It it doesn't matter where we go. See, whenever the Lord sends us out, we think we're going to go for uh, some milk. no. It's not for really milk. He's just using that. It's to meet somebody in the grocery store. And there are Jews that are hungry for truth. Mm-hmm. They just want truth. They want to be able to ask questions. Noam gives his testimony and it blows people into the Jordan River.
1: And and now because of the coronavirus, <laughs> because What's of that. It's a good place to be blown. <laughs> <laughs> Like we went to this store, she wanted to look for some address or something. And the guy started telling us, you know, because Mm -hmm. of the Corona three Mm -hmm. days, I haven't been Mm -hmm. selling anything. And then I'm sharing with him who we are and so on. After five minutes, he said, can you pray for me in my store?
2: Yes, we have prayed for more people like this. Because when they see us as road signs, I mean, especially Gnome, Jew, Gentile. I mean, it's like the one new man walking into a dress shop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and also, too, when we understand that Christ in us and the Messiah in us is a hope of glory, we, we get it that when we walk in, the atmosphere is going to change. You know, the atmosphere is going to change. So we literally expect people to turn heads. I know that sounds so bold to say that because they wonder who we are they just can't figure out who this couple is so alive and and fun and and talkative and talking back the the Jews the Jewish people in the land they want to have truth
1: and joy and yeah. especially nowadays the need for joy real joy mm-hmm. is crucial because mm-hmm. depression and fear and all these negative um, Mm. emotions are in control in most people. Mm.
3: So if we go back to the moment that I thought I got to know these people, we are further along than we thought. Even that phrase, I hope, will provoke people who They're in the East, they're in the West, they're right across the world. I hope that one phrase will be a wake-up call, will be a sounding the alarm, will be something that drives us forward um, with a godly pressure to say, come on, the time is shorter than we thought, there isn't time to lose, we must be ready, we've got to be aware of deception, and we just have got to set our faces like flint towards the coming of the Lord, but yeah. before that the great and terrible time of the lord yeah right. and, Amen. And,
0: and and for people listening that maybe they don't have a heart for israel maybe they don't understand this whole israel thing you know really encourage those people to really go away search the scriptures Discover God's heart for Israel For the land, for the people Because if you're going to really understand The times that we're living in, if you're going to really Understand where we are What things are happening, what passages Of the scripture are starting to unfold Prophecies that are coming to pass You have to understand what's happening With Israel, God's heart for it And how he's using that nation and using that People as these times start to Unfold.
3: Mm -hmm. Amen So as we're closing Right, there are people, as I just said, listening in persecuted nations, people in the West, etc. What would you just say as a close out to people? Be encouraged. Be encouraged. The Lord knows
1: and the Lord sees. And what I like is in the, the book of Enoch, actually, in chapter 92, Enoch said, don't let the spirit don't, don't let your spirit be affected by the times that you mm-hmm. go through. Because the Lord our God has his all in his yeah. own appointed times.
2: And the Enoch walked with the Lord. So, you know, it's pretty good to say, okay, Enoch, you walk with the Lord. Uh, I'm, I, I mean, God is just speaking everywhere we turn. He's just speaking. So I encourage, I encourage and I challenge. I challenge people to get into the Word and see God's heart for Israel and to see the times that we're in and to understand the seasons Mm -hmm. with everything that's happening. He
3: just wants you. Amen. Amen. He just wants you.
0: Deborah, Noam, thank you so much for for joining us and for taking the time to to have this conversation. We we appreciate it. Uh, We love you and hope we get to... Actually, come and hang out with you, maybe in quarantine at some point.
3: (laughs) We don't care. (laughs) Quarantine. You're welcome. We'll still have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. God bless. Bye -bye. Bye
0: bye. Shalom. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode. If it inspired you, please rate us and subscribe on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify or another podcast platform.